Hi, I'm Iona, and you're listening to The Bubble. Today on the sixth day, we're preparing for Christmas by having a cathartic complaint. With me, I have Zara and Charlotte. Charlotte, what's one thing that annoys you about Christmas? Well, I feel like there's quite a lot of pressure on getting someone the perfect gift. The amount of time that I spend on my laptop from like late November to early December mm. trying to find the perfect thing. And somebody gets you a present ahead of time and you weren't quite knowing if you're supposed to get them a present. And you're like, oh God, now I need to like refinance my whole sort of bank account to be yeah. able to buy them presents as well. And particularly it's- with Secret Santa, that's always yeah. a bit of a landmine. Wouldn't you agree, Sarah? Yeah. Yeah. Somebody's- oh, I hate, I hate, I hate Secret Santa. I mean, I love getting a gift from someone, and I, I, it's really fun when it aligns with exactly what you know you'd like. But particularly when it's got like a small budget, yeah. and you and don't really know who you're buying for, it just somebody always goes over. It's potential to go wrong, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, and it's always really awkward on when you buy something that you think might be funny because you do know the person and they open it in front of everyone and it just gives you a really judgy look because they know exactly who gave it to you. that sounds really oddly specific that wasn't targeted <laughs> in sort of way but it's just quite awkward when you get something someone they don't quite mm. get the joke or they end up you don't like it and yeah. you can tell it's just horrific yeah, and when you're buying presents for people and you slowly, look, you see more things that you know one person would like and then you're like, oh no, now I've got to get one more present for everybody just because you don't want to leave anyone feeling hard done by. I think it's a perfect analogy for, you know when you had lots of stuffed teddies when you were younger oh. and you'd cuddle all of them because you didn't want one to feel left out? I feel like it's kind of similar with that and buying mm-hmm. presents because it's a real test of friendship but then also not at the same time because you have new friendships that are like only two weeks or three weeks old and you're like "Mm, does that qualify for a present yeah yeah bit crazy it's very difficult and then when like we just had black friday yeah all of the sales and stuff and that seems like the perfect time to get someone a gift but then yeah the more you spend the more you save quite a lot of impulse buys oh definitely god forbid you buy yourself anything during that sort of christmas spring um christmas winter sort of build up you will be so broke i right now i'm so broke and i have about i'm being quite clever Mm. about how i spend my money but uh i couldn't go to blue water this weekend and that just threw off my whole christmas shopping Mm. and i've now living in more stress about christmas and presents than i am about my mocks after christmas yeah but i do love giving people gifts yeah, I do. Isn't it just the nicest feeling when someone opens up a gift and they're like, "Oh wow!" Like not you, like, especially when it's not something that they've specifically asked for, but you've got it right, you yeah. know. And they just, oh, they're just so, oh, so happy. Oh. Such a nice feeling. Mm-hmm. Mm. Zara, do you have anything that you find particularly annoying about Christmas? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Podcast dress. Yeah. <laughs> the music. Oh, Christmas music. Christmas songs. Like, at the first, like, the end of November, it's okay. But then when you walk into, like, stores and they're just playing the same song and then, yeah. like, the last five st- stores you've walked into, it just gets a bit repetitive. At yeah, times. so, yeah. So what I find a bit annoying about Christmas is not necessarily about Christmas itself. It's my reaction to Christmas. Mm. You know when you have those years where you're perfectly Christmassy, you know it's coming, you feel it, you appreciate it, 
and you listen to Christmas music and you vibe with it and you wear your like Christmassy earrings and stuff. <laughs> case um, in point right here. Case in point. Thanks, Sasha. Um, but yeah, you feel it and it's great feeling. But this year, especially, I'm not really feeling Christmassy and a few of my friends feel the same. And it, I feel like it gets underappreciated or it mm. gets to like March or April and then you suddenly feel like you should be listening to Christmas music. <laughs> and you're like, what's wrong with me? It's like my body is out of clock with the rest of the world and you just miss it. I do feel that particularly around the time of public exams. Christmas doesn't seem to be at the top of your uh, to-do list, oh. essentially. At year 11. Yeah, I, I, think, I think just mocks following Christmas just make the Christmas holidays a bit harder to deal with. You can't really let go yeah. and, 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 you know, really enjoy, enjoy the it, Christmas yeah. spirit if you're thinking about what's next and will it impact my future. Mm. Particularly because Christmas has got such a, a set routine. I mean, I don't know about you, but in, in my family, yeah. we, we do have a very, a very inbuilt routine for Christmas. You know, every, it's get up at the same time, one present before breakfast, and then the rest of them after a Christmas walk. And it's just, it, there's something comforting in the repetitiveness, yeah. But when, when you're faced with GCSEs or A-levels or any other exam that could, or that feels so important, Christmas just kind of loses its meaning. I normally tend to go to somewhere hot during Christmas, most normally Australia, like every day, like every year since birth. But this year we're staying in England and I'm basically going to be snowed in in a cabin with me and all my English cousins. There are like an eight-year-old and a 12-year-old boy who, no offence, I love them, but they can (laughs) be little devils. And I just know that I'm going to have to sit there with my revision and they're probably going to set fire to all my work. But plus family drama that gets started around Christmas and you just feel really stressed about it because Christmas is supposed to be absolutely perfect and that instills quite a lot of pressure on families to not have any arguments whatsoever. But there's always that person that just has a little bit too much wine or champagne and just starts an argument and it's just, it wrecks the Christmas spirit. But I think it's essential at this point. You need Mm. it. Without it, things feel too perfect. But yeah. Yeah, I always find that when I look back on Christmas, I do every time I feel nostalgic, and I do feel that Christmas is in general seem to be such a happy time, but you never seem to particularly remember maybe that one argument you had with someone that day because yeah. it just seems so insignificant when you're having such a great what Christmas and Boxing Day and then yeah. New Year's. Mm-hmm. It's all very ex- extremely like happy like too happy all the time yeah. it's not an issue I think it's it's quite fun nice little break for everyone at that time of year but I don't know there's something almost artificial about the the happiness around Christmas I find that's a really yeah. pessimistic view yeah. of Christmas <laughs> that's why this episode is called the Grinch but, yeah but fair enough yeah and while we're being Grinchy if anyone can hear I've got a cold yeah. And that's something that seems to always happen to me around Christmas time. I'm Never fun. You're getting a cold. <coughs> I've had I two it. colds this term. I'm not making it a third. <laughs> I am sleeping, green tea, cold people, stay away from me. <laughs> Especially when Miss Price asked everyone to cough <laughs> during prayers. I, like, covered my face. I was like, you just sent a million germs airborne, woman. What are you doing? Mm. Like, 
I got really stressed for myself. I'm like, I'm not catching a cold. I made this mistake of sleeping with the window open last night. Oh, no. I woke up with a really bad throat. Yeah, mm. it's not fun. <laughs> no. That, I mean, maybe that's just the... The, the dream of a white Christmas here in here in England. I've never had a white Christmas. No, I think I we really want one this year. But then again, cold, not my thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I really I can enjoy the cold and I can enjoy the snow from the inside. Yeah. You know, yeah. if I'm well Looking prepared, out, just yeah, with that you know like hot chocolate, a book, the fire, you know, all that that very cliche it Christmas an, image. Yeah, it gives an aesthetic. And it plus, really does. You know, yeah. England with the amount of rubbish and everything but that it has on the sides of roads. But when snow comes, it covers... It's basically like um, airbrushing the world. Yeah. Because it just hides all the floors. Yeah, it puts a lovely little crystalline blanket over everything. Yeah, but then, but then like, afterwards, like, a few mm. hours, it starts Slush. getting a bit slushy. And, that's well, really and then <laughs> the grit mixes in with the, the oh, snow no. and everything goes pink or orange. Oh. It's just, yeah. <laughs> you bring the Grinch aspect to everything. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but speaking of, like, pollution, I guess, yeah. let's talk about the environmental impact of Christmas. I Ooh. see it so much because of, like, Hong Kong and everything. Mm. And you sit and you see all the packaging, especially Amazon. Like, you know when you get oh, those Amazon, Amazon packages? Yeah. And there's such a small thing in, like, you'll get headphones or something, but it'll come in, like, a packet the size of your face. <laughs> yeah. This is not necessary. It's all the wrapping paper. I mean, it's lovely to have a beautifully wrapped presents under the tree the day after though <coughs> when you have all the wrapping all the wrapping everywhere all the packaging where does it go you just stare at it and you're like yeah and then obviously the whole the turkey so much food waste Jeez. yeah i don't know about you guys but i finish that food and i finish it well <laughs> we have about eight last year eight metric pounds like pounds of bread pudding or what does he call it bread sauce in england yeah yeah I ate all of that within two days. It was mostly me. <laughs> I'm proud of that achievement. And I know nothing that I do in my life will be able to top that unless it is maybe 10 pounds of bread sauce, <laughs> which is my goal for this year. Let you know how it goes. Mm. Just keep going off a metric pounds until you get 20 or something. Yeah. <laughs> Recently, yeah. with like all these dietary restrictions and stuff, I've like quite a lot of people have become vegan and vegetarian mm. i love that but i know i'm not going to be able to have turkey or like pigs and blankets this year mm. and i respect that i'm still going to be able to eat quite a lot but brussels kind of, sprouts oh it, i love brussels sprouts it takes mm. away some part of christmas you don't no i hate brussels sprouts apparently, really apparently brussels sprouts are like to do with genetics the way you yeah. taste it so my mum likes them and i like them sometimes if you just douse them with gravy i'm good but i don't really like them most yeah of the time. i think it's to do with the taste buds isn't it mm. certain taste buds will make them taste bitter apparently yeah i just don't have that i really enjoy them they're just so what soggy they? and like no i love disgusting. them Oh, I love Brussels sprouts. I think it's one of my one of my favorite things about Christmas, honestly. Brussels sprouts. Because like they come into like everyone's everyone's buying them, even if most people hate them. That's your Christmas present then. Stop. <laughs> Just get her Brussels the sprouts. sprouts. <laughs> Just a big drop. No, I, that's too many for me. <laughs> Just because I can admit to liking them, and I find it really amusing when they come out around Christmas, doesn't mean I want a ton of Brussels sprouts for Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, I think we'll we'll wrap up now. I was, I found that quite cathartic. I don't know about you. 
I feel like we covered quite a pessimistic side of Christmas. Yeah, but it, I think there's always going to be a pessimistic side to everything. Because reality is imperfect, and therefore so is Christmas. <laughs> well, nothing hinders an act from having two effects. Perhaps we just have all these views just, like, compressed down deep inside us, and we just get... Christmas I... rant. Yeah. <laughs> Listen up. <laughs> this is the problem with Christmas. It is like a capitalist movement. <laughs> to be fair, it works pretty... Oh, have you heard about the price fixing and stuff? No. Oh, I can't even deal with like, price fixing right now. Miss Darwood has opened me up to so much stuff in terms of business ethics, but apparently quite a lot of businesses like around the Christmas season start raising their prices, but all of them, so all the competitors, so you don't go to anyone else. Mm. And then during Black Friday sales, they'll be like, oh, They look. drop it to original prices. They drop it to original prices and yeah. say, like, oh, look, it's been discounted. So everyone, of course, buys them yeah. because you think that you're saving money. But now I've tried to adopt this mindset. No, Charlotte, you're not actually, you're not actually saving money. You're actually spending like eighty pounds on something that you would not buy anyways. Yeah, but have you heard about there was that um, because no one knows a hundred percent if Jesus was actually born on the twenty fifth of December. So you might as well wait to get all your Christmas presents in the after Christmas sales. Oh, <laughs> but I feel like personally, Christmas isn't even because my family's not religious at all. So Christmas is just an excuse to get together. Yeah, it's very commercialised I haven't seen some of my sisters in like a year. So um, we'll get together. I want to see them. And then like the novelty will wear, will like wear yeah. off and then we'll start getting into fights because, you know, that's what siblings do. And then we'll all dissipate for like a year. Yeah. Okay. Well, just to prove that we're not actually extremely anti-Christmas. Zara, what's one thing you like a lot about Christmas? Um, receiving presents. <laughs> I mean, it just it feel it feels really nice when you get something from someone and you know they've put at least some sort of thought into it. Yeah, it's thought that counts. Yeah, because mm. even if it's something small, I know they've like probably picked it up in the shop and seen. Oh, she might have liked that yeah. and bought it for me, which I find really nice. That's so cute. Yeah. What are you, Charlotte? This is gonna sound really weird, but my favorite thing about Christmas is the smells. So, like cinnamon. Yes, yeah, cinnamon, gingerbread. gingerbread, Christmas trees. So you oh. know when the school always Log puts fires. up Christmas trees? Yeah. I always, like, again, another weird confession, like, pull off a few leaves, like, rub it between my fingers, <laughs> so then I can smell Christmas for, like, the rest of the day, or until it wears off at least. But I love getting Christmas-scented candles, because I burn through those so quickly. And just the smell of food, because yeah. I'm a true Bennington girl. I eat my share. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, that's all. Um, just been discussing some of the most annoying things about Christmas, but we love it anyway. Um, for more, subscribe and follow our Instagram, The Bubble Podcast. Merry Christmas and thank you for popping by. <laughs>